your views, your news, your Limerick Today with Joe Nash on Live 95. Some depressing news this week for any first-time buyers or people looking to get on the property ladder because new mortgage customers need higher incomes to purchase homes now compared to a decade ago. The Banking and Payments Federation of Ireland report says the total household income of first-time borrowers needs to be around €77,000. So what kind of salaries do you need to be on here in Limerick? Joanne Madden from First Choice Financial Services in Limerick is with us this morning. Good morning to you, Joanne. Morning, Gillian. So this €77,000, does that apply kind of across the country? That's what first-time buyers need to, to be earning? Yes, that's kind of the average, what we're saying, across the country. And I suppose that higher average of earnings is reflective of the higher house prices, and that's to do with the demand and supply. So really it's driven by the higher price of houses. Um, so the central bank... Uh, governs the mortgage rules and they ensure that people don't overexpose themselves to financial risk. So the rules they have is 3.5 times your salary and 80% of the property value or 90% for first-time buyers. So I suppose even in, in Limerick here, we've seen the average price of a three-bed semi in the city centre and the county. It's expected to rise by 10% this year, um, according to a survey by Real Estate Alliance last year. And a three-bed Semi D in the city was costing around two hundred forty-five thousand last year. That was up twenty percent from December twenty twenty, when it was an average of two hundred and five thousand. So that's pretty significant. So just to give you an, an idea, if you had a purchase of two hundred and fifty thousand, the couple would need to have a household income for that of sixty-four thousand two hundred and eighty-six. That would be three point five times their their combined salary to give them a mortgage of two twenty-five. And then they need 25 of a deposit if they were first-time buyers. That sounds like a lot of money for a couple. And there are people on those wages and on those salaries. But mm. there, there's also, you know, we often hear as well, not everybody is in a couple situation. And yet they still might, you know, don't want to be living with mum and dad or in a house share situation for the rest of their lives. What does it mean for people who are on a single income? Yes, absolutely. It really is crippling for those on a single income and, and it really it really pushes them out of the market. And I suppose even we've seen uh, recently that even some lenders are considering um, where we have seen people like siblings clubbing together um, to purchase a, a new home. But they, they need to be, you know, on the same page. They need to be in the same location and willing to lose their first time buyer status forever by clubbing with their um, siblings. Because I suppose down the line then, you know, there could be a fallout or negative equity if they go to sell. Um, so I suppose it, it's a temporary solution that some people are, are using, probably seeing it more in Dublin. Um, but it's absolutely one solution that people are, are, are also considering. I suppose we're also seeing a lot more gifts from family members to help bridge the gap as well or to help um, first-time buyers, particularly where they're single applicants, because that's where it's really, really difficult and we don't have the housing stock to provide for those either because, you know, the standard seems to be the three-bed semi when not every single person looking to buy property wants a three-bed semi. Yes, absolutely. House supply is an issue. And I suppose like that is driving this as well. And you can see like house prices going up. But in, in also the ocean self-bills with materials and labour and inflation going up, the cost of them is also more expensive. So therefore you need a higher wage to get your 3.5 times for the self-builds as well. So it's it's seen it right across the board. How would you compare it to what it was like 10 years ago? 
Yeah, well, I suppose it was it was a different market ten years ago, and uh, house prices weren't climbing at the rate they're climbing now. So, and uh, it was probably easier ten years ago for a single applicant to get a mortgage and and to find and secure a property. Supply wasn't as much of an issue then either, and um, so there has been marked changes. And I suppose the central bank rules as well; they are also quite stringent in terms of the three point five times. Now there is room for exceptions. So the central bank do allow um, lenders to have 20% of their book as an exception. So 4.5 times then your salary for the exception. But in on that regard, then it's more difficult. So the, if you're looking for an exception, they're few and far between. They're difficult to get. And also the criteria is more stringent. So you really need um, surplus repayment capacity. So I suppose if you're on the lower income, you're not going to have a surplus repayment capacity. So it can be very difficult to get an exception. Do people still have to show their their savings and their ability to pay and have a good long-term track record with their finances? Yes, yes absolutely. And I suppose people that are getting mortgage ready, you know, clicking in the six months before uh, you apply for your mortgage. So for, so for your mortgage application, you need your salary search for pay slips, six months bank statements and any loans or credit cards. And they do look back at your history, they look back at your account, any transactions, um, if there's anything regular or lumpy um, in your account, they need to be explained. Um, so they do look at your track record and your history and your credit rating. And what about the the 100% mortgages? They were a thing. I think we even had, did we have 110% mortgages at one point? I think we did. Um, or, yes. um But they're all gone now. So what does that mean in terms of the amount that first-time buyers would be allowed to borrow like, and how they cope with that? Yeah, absolutely. And, and that's where we're seeing them. Um, they have to have their 10% of their first-time buyer. Now, there is the help-to-buy scheme, but that is limited as well in terms of you can get the help-to-buy scheme for it has to be a new build. So that's okay for a self-build or a brand-new property. But where there is a supply issue for, you know, in the likes of Limerick City and there isn't that many new estates, um, and you're, you're purchasing a second-hand house, then the help to buy isn't available to you. So the help to buy is a maximum of 30000 or or the lesser of the two, or 10% of the purchase price. And that's a rebate on your taxes from the past four years. So that's available as your, uh, as your 10% uh, in some cases. But like that, it's limited because it is, it's, it's specific for new properties. Joanne, I've seen a few people tweeting this week um, about this news coming out and, and they're incredibly deflated and depressed, you know, because they want to get on that ladder, ladder, they want to get a home and it just seems out of reach for so many people. Yeah, absolutely. It is difficult for people. And I suppose, you know, that's why it's good to, to have a discussion with a mortgage broker and look at your options. Um, but I suppose really even what we're seeing for, for with customers is it's closing the sale, it's trying to find the property um, is, is more the, the issue even than getting the, the mortgage. And I suppose like it's bridging the gap then against what you can actually afford and the prices and the supply that's in the market. Um, so while, while this news isn't welcome and I suppose, you know, um, gifts and stuff do push up property prices as well because they price people out of, of the market as well where, where people aren't able to get a gift or bridge that gap themselves, that does push up prices as well. So really it's supply is still the, the bigger issue. Can you see it changing for the better in any time in the medium future even, if not the near future? 
Unfortunately not, and I suppose even, you know, we're, we're staring down at the, the possibility that the ECB are going to move on their interest rates by half a percent potentially in July. So um, it is it is a difficult time and even, you know, we're, the, the period of low interest rates is, is is looking like that's going to be over for a while as well. So it is, it is a difficult market. Um, but it's always a good time to have a review with your with your mortgage broker as well if you have an existing mortgage to try and lock into a, a fixed rate before um, interest rates do climb later this year. And the supply of houses, though, you mentioned that as being one of the biggest problems. If, if something is done about that in the, in the next few years, uh, do you, can you see this improving for people who are looking to buy a home? Should they hold out? Yeah, I suppose, you know, once, once supply increases then that should have a knock-on effect and hopefully reduce prices or stabilise prices. Um, I suppose with inflation climbing as well, it's difficult to see that happening this year. But absolutely in the next uh, two to three years, if, if, if supply increases significantly, then that would absolutely help the, the situation all right. Okay, well, thanks for joining us on the programme this morning. Uh, that's Joanne Madden from First Choice Financial Services in Limerick. Your views, your news, your Limerick Today with Joe Nash.